You're listening to the Gay AF Comedy Podcast, your queer comedy fix with Robert Watson and Dylan Mahaney. On today's podcast, we discuss when it's okay for men to cry. And Dylan proposes something amazing in our new segment called Convince Me. But first up, it's stupid gay headlines from top to bottom. All right. It sounds like that's probably the laser beam that Lexington, Kentucky is sending out. That's probably what it sounds like. You're referencing previous podcast episodes? Yeah, yeah. All right. The last episode for OG listeners. (laughs) Well, okay. But let's get on to today's story. So a stuntman in Italy is facing charges after steering his car with his feet and injuring nine people subsequently. (laughs) uh why okay first of all i did look it up he does have hands okay so (laughs) he has no excuse i have heard that there are cars for people who do not who are amputees but this is not the case this is a stunt guy who's doing some stunt things i think for like a you know an instagram video or tiktok so he was just being stupid well he thought he was being amazing but apparently he was very stupid nine people injured well here's the thing if your feet are on the steering wheel how are you pressing the brake or the gas well exactly that must be exactly why the accident (laughs) (laughs) you know because like having having your foot right at the pedal is kind of like a when the oh shit moment happens you just press the brake or it's like the thing where it's the two kids and the one kid's doing the the brakes and the gas (laughs) and one guy's doing this guy doesn't have that as an excuse either it's no excuse for this growing up my dad would drive with his knees he would steer with his knees it would often be he was opening like a chocolate bar or something. Oh my gosh, that's such an 80s, 90s parent thing to do, which is very terrifying when we think back on it. But absolutely, my parents did that too. Yeah. So but th- uh, he doesn't even have that because he wasn't even eating. That is just so dumb. It's really inconsiderate. Those nine people are going to have a bit of a lawsuit to get some money out of this guy. He's going to have to do a lot of stunt work to make up for that accident. <laughs> and will, can he even get insured as a stunt person after that? I would not insure someone no. who's making stupid decisions like that. Well, the thought that I'm going to leave everybody with is, you know, think about what has touched the steering wheel next time you get into a rental car. No kidding. Somebody might have rubbed their feet all over it. They're supposed to clean them, but you're right. The detailing probably isn't that specific. I'm going to bring a wipe with me now whenever I use a steering wheel. Yeah. Little spray. Yeah. And yet I'll still go on transit and hold the bars. Anyhow. (laughs) Okay. What's up next? So martial artists who smile, they found this out. Martial artists who smile before they start a match are statistically more likely to lose. <laughs> that makes sense why we never see anyone smile in those things and they've heard the news. Yeah, they, they figured it out. So a smile can be construed as conveying fear or submissiveness. So this is like telling your subconscious that everything is okay and you don't need to worry about your fight or flight situations happening so your body is just like, well, you don't need all of these, you know, testosterone or whatever hormones make you fight. Yeah, I guess so. I don't see how a smile conveys fear, personally. I, after working in retail, oh, wait a minute, I have smiled through fear working retail. <laughs> Never mind. But that's like on, I guess in the stress of a situation, you can smile to try to... I don't know. You're trying to like show you're not stressed, but in actuality, you are showing that you're even more stressed. So in nature, baring your teeth is a submission. 
Like it, it is a submission. So if you look at pack animals like wolves, they will often bare their teeth sometimes to kind of scare off predators but also they do it as like a i'm okay i'm not gonna hurt you or like i'm submitting to you type of thing see i've always thought when a dog or an animal of any type shows their teeth they're showing you i will bite you yes but also they are they're scared that's them being scared that's why you'll see like the videos of like the dog destroying the couch and the owner being like did you do this and then the dog is showing its teeth oh I watch a lot of dog videos. I can't remember one of those. Well, you got to keep looking at that dodo. I'm not watching enough of the dodo. (laughs) Not watching enough of that. But that's very primal. It's true. Like, so it's going back to like something primal in our instinct. The thing that stuck out to me about this is I typically don't smile before I go on stage performing stand-up comedy, which is all about smiling. And I don't smile after. Are you saying you're fearless then? What are you trying to say? You're going to punch someone in the face or something like that? I don't. Martial artist? I honestly don't. Maybe I should. Maybe I I need to smile and then it'll tell my body that I'm actually safe on stage. Yeah. You should do that. I should do that. Considering I'm going up there to present as happy and make people happy. I mean, once you're on stage, you seem fine. Are you like me? Like there's that weird moment before stage where... All of the emotions come out right before you go on stage, and they disappear once you have to do your set. There is a, a huge like surge of adrenaline right before I go on stage. I'm not nervous, yeah, but it's right that. before I go on stage, I get a rush of adrenaline, and then I, I say a little prayer, and then I go out and I make people laugh, and then I go home. And do you pray again after to say, thank you, that went well? Uh, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else do we have going on? Yes, it says, enough about smiling, showing fear. Which actually now, the more I think of retail, the more I think that my smile was really just masking fear. (laughs) It's really true. Okay, but here's our next story. Okay, get ready for this, fans of Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon is causing a stir online by sharing her favorite recipes that involve harvesting snow from outside. I'm sorry, harvesting snow? Yeah, well, that's my word. I put that in there. (laughs) No, she's going outside harvesting snow after Uh it's fallen. And making uh, things, okay, so one of the things she makes is called a chococino, which has snow, chocolate, and salted caramel syrup. And she's like, it's delicious. And a lot of people are concerned saying like, you know, it's not just yellow snow that you shouldn't eat, Reese. Right. Because snow, snow has whatever's in the atmosphere. Do you think what's in our atmosphere is actually safe to eat when you go up to the clouds and so I can't. We used to have acid rain problems back in the 80s. You wouldn't be eating acid rain snow. So why, why take your chance even with regular polluted snow well when i'm flying in the clouds clouds look pretty clear (laughs) they do look clean don't they? yeah it looks clean it's micro particles okay so i read about one woman who responded to reese by saying have you ever boiled down snow and looked at what's in it and it's like yeah actually that's a good point (laughs) boil down your snow before putting it in your snow recipes so you know that it's clean <laughs> so to make your snow recipes, you got to go out and harvest the snow. Now we got to just boil it to make sure that it's distilled. So we want we only want distilled snow. I only use store bought snow. So when you distill it, you you bring it down, you get rid of all of the particles. How do you make the snow again? I guess you would freeze it and then put it in the blender. You're right. It is a difficult proposition. Reese Witherspoon really needs to think this through, and maybe you know maybe just go to Starbucks, girl. Maybe just or go to your locally owned coffee shop that serves lovely delicious wintry type treats yes yes the locals the the local coffee shops did you know that (laughs) one in 18 people have a third nipple 
One in 18. I did not know one in 18. One in 18. I, so when I was in high school, I had a friend who had a third nipple. And of course, if they were a woman, they would have been immediately pop- more popular. <laughs> well, it's not a third boob. No, I guess not. <laughs> well, and you know what? You're right. His nipple was right above the other one. Like it was right above. So it's not like it's like placed symmetrically. It could be anywhere. That is interesting. I don't want to get into the numbers of it, but I don't know where the 1 in 18 people are because I have not seen a third nipple and I've seen at least 18 people. We're just going to say that at least 18 people with their shirt off. Statistically speaking, yeah, you have been denied all the double nipples or triple nipple. Triple (laughs) nipple. Triple nipple. I need my triple nipple. You heard the term here first, folks. I think people who... So what I was going to say is that people with triple nipple probably aren't taking their shirt off as much out of embarrassment, which I think is sad because, honestly, we just came up with a really good term, triple nipple. They can, like, triple nipple pride. Yeah. They could be all out. Oh, here's the thing. Well, if it's one in 18, then chances are you listening have a third nipple. You just haven't found it yet. But... (laughs) <laughs> I I don't think that's something to be embarrassed. I mean, kids, everything should be embarrassing for kids because kids are terrible. But I think as an adult, I think we would look at that and be like, that is so cool. I know a man who can lactate. It's, that is a sudden subject change. What's going on? Well, it's on it's on the nipples, and and that would be embarrassing. And yet, it's an interesting party trick. I get. I'm. I, I liked the original story better, personally. <laughs> I like talking about the three nipples as opposed to a lactating nipple on a man. Which, hey, also acceptable. Don't be embarrassed about that. I just don't want to, I don't know, I just don't want to think about it. I didn't want to think about it either, but then I saw it. So what is interesting about the third nipple, if I had one, I would show everybody. And I would talk about it. I think I would make it a part of my personality. Why not? I mean, you, right. you need all the personality you can get. So. <laughs> right. I don't have enough things. No, you I, don't. I need a third nipple. I know you're being sarcastic, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So there we go. These are a bit mundane headlines today. Someone go after that Reese Witherspoon is all I've got to say. <laughs> hey, maybe she's got a third nipple. Maybe she's got a third. I want to see the nipples. It correlates directly with her cravings for snow, perhaps. Her carelessness towards her consumption of snow. Maybe the third nipple is what's making her do it. It's got to be the third nipple. That must be it. Okay, well, let's close it down on that. That has been Stupid Gay Headlines. I made into like a. All right, next up, it's gay splaining. We're going to answer one of our viewers' uh, burning, flaming questions. How flaming is it today? Oh my God, it's melting all of the snow. Yes. Oh, Reese Witherspoon's going to be mad. Okay, here's our question from a viewer asking us These days, it is more socially acceptable than ever. For men to show their emotions. But how do you two feel about men crying? Well, that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. Thank you, viewer. Once again, it is a real question. We don't put up real names because, I don't know, do people want their names shouted out? We'll never know if you heard it. Yeah. But so this one's from who? Rachel. Rachel, I think, was the name we used last time. Was it? Yeah. Michelle? Michelle. Okay, so Michelle's asking us about that. Thank you, Michelle. So, okay, it's true that the world is a much different place than it was, like, even, you know, 20, 30 years ago when it comes to acceptable instances or acceptable situations socially where men can cry. Although there's... Still a heck of a lot of stigma attached to it. Do you feel comfortable crying? And what do you, what kind of things do you cry at? Do I feel comfortable? No, if I'm crying, I'm in an uncomfortable state. Really? Okay. Well, either physically or mentally. No, that's right, because there's different reasons to cry, right? Like, right. you can be crying because you're very upset. Oh, you know what? I do... Okay, so I 
cry when I'm at concerts. Okay, so that's not being upset though. No, that's cry from joy. That's a joyful. So there are two. There are a couple. Yeah. Different so I I, I I cried at Madonna. I cried at Janet Jackson. Obviously, mm-hmm. I cried at Beyonce. I think that's about it. Those are the only ones that can make me cry. I cried at Mariah Carey. Yeah, but you don't cry at movies unless it's a concert movie. <laughs> unless it's a concert movie. Yeah, movies don't really get me because I know they're on to me. That's a thing. I know what they're trying to do. Well, that's me too. I really, you know, we have an entertainment background, so we know that they're tr- they're up to something. They want to yeah. make us feel something. So I once in a while cry at movies, but it'll be like a couple tears and then I'll start to get mad because I know that I'm being manipulated into this. So it's right. very rare the only exception where I willingly, willingly cry at a movie is the movie Coco by Pixar because the grandma remembers, like, oh, the, that scene where, remember me. I don't know how to sing it. But <laughs> then the grandma gets her, me- oh, it's like, I was like a bawling mess in that movie. But otherwise, I get mad at movies that make me cry because I'm like, I know what you're up to. Right. So I get mad at that. It's interesting. I think even in what we're talking right now, it is probably much more acceptable socially still for men to cry with joy than it is with sadness. I agree. Let me ask you this. Do you just cry normally? Like like just from a regular life situation or does it have to be induced? Definitely I have cried at situations that make me upset. It has to be pretty bad. And even I acknowledge even at the time that's like, "Oh, I need to cry this out in order to move on." And I think that's a healthy thing. Yes. I think a lot of men probably don't do that for themselves. Uh, you know, straight men, I think particularly have a lot of stigma attached to, is it okay to cry? I mean, I definitely still even suffer from some stigma for that because, you know, when I do cry, I make sure I'm like, all right, everybody leave. I'm about (laughs) to cry and no one's going to see it. But okay. Have you ever cried though? And have you like looked in the mirror? Have you been like, like, what do I look like right now? Uh, No, but so there was a time a couple of years ago where I literally was having, I was having a good day. I was, having, I was having a good day. And then I was on the bus going to the office. And I started crying on the bus. Oh, a public cry. A public cry. The heartbreak. The heartbreak. Those cries will come out of nowhere. I'm listening to the Beyonce album. I'm having a good time. It's dance music. It's empowering. And I just, out of nowhere, I look at a dog. And I'm like, I bet he would like looking at that dog. And then I started crying. Just out of nowhere. Sorry, you bet he would like looking at that dog. Sorry, that was it. And then, and then so, the thought of the. But who's the, he in this scenario? An ex of mine. Oh, see that I didn't know that part. Yeah, so it was. It was a, a recent heartbreak. breakup. It was a well, not recent. It was, well, not recent, like now, but like when you cried, it was recent. Oh yeah, it was fresh. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So I didn't get the boyfriend part out of that. When you said heartbreak, I was just like, I don't know, Mariah canceled her concert or something like no, that. No. Or Beyonce, and that was enough heartbreak for you. But you mean like, so yeah, crying after a big breakup of someone you cared about. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But publicly on the bus. On the bus, it just like it just came out of nowhere. Did you want to run and escape the bus immediately? Or were you just like, I'm I'm not at my destination yet? Uh, you know what's interesting is that I, even though I'm a grown man crying on the bus, I wasn't the craziest looking person. Well, no. <laughs> so, so you can blend in. You can have a horrible day. You can look terrible. The thing about the Toronto public transit is you're never going to be the craziest looking person on the subway, the bus, the streetcar. You're just not going to look that crazy. Although I will say, if you are on transit and you look around and you're like, where are all the crazy people? There doesn't seem to be any crazy people here. That means you're the crazy person. You're the one with the third yeah. nipple. 
Yes, exactly. Oh. And you're showing it around everybody on the subway, and that's inappropriate. <laughs> okay, so I, I typically don't cry. I, I mean, people have not seen me cry in a long time, unless it's at a movie, and I'm like, ah, I'm so mad at this movie for yeah. making me cry, because I'm not actually happy about it. So I was trained my father when i was a kid he really didn't like it when i cried so he would just tell me not to cry so i stopped crying so i just don't cry yeah i mean a lot of parents do that right yeah. and th- and that is a product of especially older generations that were very much well trained to be masculine be stoic be nothing affects me i'm strong yeah. don't show any weakness this really actually ties in well with the martial arts people it's like you know what don't be afraid to cry right before your match <laughs> Have a big old cry. And then you that deceives them. They're like, oh, I'm going to get this guy. No, you're actually just crying because you're so happy because you know you're about to win. I wish I could cry. We can figure just, out a way. Like, get the emotions out, you know? Because there is a huge relief after you have a big cry. Like, oh, oh, oh it's oh. true. You feel so much lighter. Yeah, well, crying is a way of relieving stress. Like, when you cry, yeah. it, it scientifically, it is relieving stress and you feel better after you cry. So, Comment so, below if you have tips on how to induce crying. Cut up some onions and touch your eyes after. That's going to induce some crying oh my goodness but you mean like emotional crying yeah emotional yeah releasing the emotions yeah so to michelle thank you michelle for that question again and i think our consensus is like yeah men should feel able to cry is there a a situation where you think men absolutely though should not cry here's the thing i think people should be allowed to cry i think it's appropriate for people to cry i do think that it's inappropriate and i have a lot of girlfriends i don't want you to facetime me while you're crying I don't know why my girlfriends think that it's appropriate for them to FaceTime me while they're crying, but I have dealt with a lot of like, Dylan, can you talk? And it's like, I'd rather not. But they FaceTime you. You're, they're already there right in front of you so sometimes I have to, too. It's just the ugly cry. And, yeah, and, okay. Ugly cry. Like cry a sufficient amount publicly. But once yeah. it gets into ugly cry, like if there's snot coming yeah. down, maybe excuse yourself yes. from the room. Because honestly, you're not really helping anyone if it's a public cry and you're doing that. Like I've been at staff meetings at, at uh, Hudson's Bay back in my past where someone's just talking about, uh, you know, wearing the right name tag because we want to support a certain cause. And the person just starts, well, I guess you can cry for that. That was really mean of me. I have no heart. I was like, <laughs> you know, hey, we're doing this walk for kids and I'm really passionate. Like, All right, settle down, Sally. <laughs> this door's open in five minutes. Okay, yeah. put on your smiling face. I do. I, I just realized I have a friend who I will often, just for fun, make her cry because she's so easily convinced to cry that I'll just look at her and be like, how are your nieces doing? And <laughs> they, she, she doesn't live near them, so she doesn't see them often. And she'll just start crying. And I just, I get her every time. And then I'll snap pictures and she's an ugly crier. It's so much fun. Well, we were summing it up so nicely and we ruined it. We just ruined it. Okay, well, thank you, Michelle, for that question. Cry all you want, folks. Just like once the snot starts rolling, just get out of the room. That's all I have to say. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so that's been our gay splaining. We splained that real good. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably in tears just listening to us. Okay, so up next, we are going to do a new segment, and this segment is called Convince Me. So this is something new that we're trying where one of us has an idea that we're pretty sure the other person isn't going to like. 
and then it's going to be our job to then convince him. So, and today Dylan wants to convince me of something. So I don't know what it is. Dylan, tell me what you want to convince me of. Okay. So I am so excited about this because I think this is the first segment, but I think I'm going to start off with a W. For those of you who don't know that, that means win. So here's what I'm proposing. Okay. You and I apply to compete on the amazing race. Absolutely not. No. Why? No, I don't want to do that. First of all, it has the word race in it. I'm not a runner. I, so I can do about 10 minutes on the treadmill and I'm like, you know, it's speed walking and I'm just a sweaty mess. I'm huffing and puffing. I'm like, please just end it all now. I'm like praying to the universe to do something to intervene because I'm not a racer. Okay, so here's the thing. All we would have to do is get on the show and get on the first episode and then they would play our intro for every episode. So we would actually be seen in every single episode, even if we were the first ones out. I think you're coming a little hot saying that you think we we would place last. I don't... I'm just saying, it, worst case scenario, we place last. Oh, so now you're convincing me that we would do better? No, I mean, I know I could probably do okay at this. I'm just, I'm just not interested. Like, first of all, Amazing Race Canada... Like, why not? Why can't I see the world? Why can't, why do I have to go to places I've already been okay. in Canada, first Great. of all? So that is an amazing point. So the Amazing Race Canada, <laughs> amazing they, point. they give prizes for every winner of every leg. And it's a trip outside of Canada. So you get to vacation with a camera crew in Canada, just, you know, having some little obstacle course fun. And then you win and you get a trip somewhere outside of the country. No, I'm disputing. First of all, you're saying you're having a nice leisurely voyage yeah. with a camera crew. No, I've seen it. Your timer begins now. <laughs> just like in gay or nay. And then it ends with a big... Well, that's how I'll do. And here's, I've seen the challenges. When I saw the person that had to cook and eat an entire ostrich egg, I was like, I'm out. I would, I don't want to do that. Oh, I, I don't want to do, do that challenges. Like I would that. do that one. I don't want to like, and then like, oh, you have to solve the riddle or something. Like I'm, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. You and I don't want to be on television showing people how bad, I don't want to be like the, you know, the two, the two college girls that are in it that obviously they've been hired and put on the show for comic relief. And I feel like we would be utilized and abused and exploited for the laughs that we would create. And I wouldn't make any money off that. I want to get paid if I'm going to have a film crew following me around, running around. So I don't think you get paid for that show, do you? You do get a stipend. How much do you know? I don't know. We'd have to apply. <sighs> well, I'm not. So I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> so, but I know I, when I won't go to any place, though, the fact that they're making you race around, and then at, at the end, you're like, okay. So, for example, let's say you're in Victoria, beautiful Victoria, the yep. land of my upbringing. Let's say you're doing an amazing race segment. They're running around the apartment buildings, going to the butcher gardens, whatever it is you're doing. I don't know, like riding a whale. Uh -huh. And then you have to, that's the challenge. And you come back. It's not like you're like, okay, you did it. You're done this segment. Come relax for the next four days in Victoria. No, you're off to the next thing to do something else that makes you panic, causes anxiety. And they're trying to make people do situations where people fight with each other. Why do you want us to hate each other so much? Because by the end of this, we very well might. Well, we would get $250,000 to split. <laughs> we won't win. And they Have can you... pick up trucks. I don't run. I don't want a pickup truck. You sell the pickup truck and buy a nice little car. Like I like how you're holding this carrot in front of me as if, bar none, if we apply, we've won. We've won. We've well, not won. We will not win. And I don't want to eat an ostrich egg. So I haven't seen them eat an ostrich egg. And I've, I've recently binge watched two seasons. And the people that actually have won have been surprising 
to be the winners. Because the way that they set up the challenges, sometimes it's physical, but other times it's like mental. And there is a strategy to playing the amazing race, which I think would be a lot of fun. I think we would bond together. We do travel well together. We travel travel well in a car. Like suddenly it'll be like, come on, run. We got to go. We got to go get the cab. I'm not, you get the cab. Where's the plane. We got to find the store with the man that has the clue. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy my time. I, I feel like it could be damaging to our relationship. Well, it's a, it's a give and take. So you have to lean on each other's strengths. Are you afraid of heights? Absolutely. Okay. Well then maybe we shouldn't do this (laughs) because I'm, I'm, Deathly and there, of heights. I, there's a lot of height things. There is. In every season, there's a height thing. I okay. think we should end this there because you just said, no, we shouldn't do it, which means the win goes to me. I was not convinced. I was not convinced. How do yeah. you feel right now? You are not smiling, and I like that. Well, I'm I'm not <laughs> smiling because if I was smiling, I would be showing my submissiveness. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no fear, huh? You can cry after when no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do want to go on the Amazing Race Canada. So if somebody listening wants to be my partner, slide into my DM and let me know. But you can't be afraid of heights because I can't do the heights challenge. Okay. He can eat the ostrich egg. Oh, also, you need to be a good driver and take direction well because I'm, I won't drive on the highway. So this sounds like one of those Amazing Race things where it's like one person does all the things. Uh, yes. It sounds very familiar to me somehow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an okay. extension of, of everyday life. Of our relationship. There yeah. we go. All right, folks. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast today. We had a lot of fun serving it to you. Folks, we hope you're going to have a great week. We hope you have a great day. And folks, remember to always be proud to be gay as fuck. Say goodbye, Dylan. Goodbye. The Gay AF Comedy Podcast is a production of Gay AF Comedy. All songs and sound effects can be found on the YouTube free library because we're cheap. Follow us on Instagram, Stand Up Dylan, and this is Rob Watson. And you can follow Gay AF Comedy at Gay AF Comedy. 